Virgo Seekers, welcome to our podcast. Uh, here we are live from Cape Cod. Oh, and it's a gorgeous day today. It's a little on the cool side, but we'll take that. <laughs> okay, today is kind of a hodgepodge of uh, stories, and I'll tell you why. I originally thought I would do the Burgess House in Brewster, and that's fine. Um, so there were, but there were, two, there's a glitch. There were two separate versions of these houses. So here is one, this is the Burgess House in Brewster. Here is one version of this story. And this excerpt came from the TV presentation in 2001, which we covered in our last podcast. The Burgess House in Brewster, and this is quote, will be featured an inn where the artist owner says she hears footsteps and has had her artwork mysteriously rearranged. The Burgess House, now this came from wherever I could find it. <laughs> uh, oh, it came from the, also, another, it came from the TV present, presentation. Uh, the Burgess House, located at 1603 Main Street, Route 6A, Brewster, was once the home of Captain William Burgess, who died aboard the Challenger, a clipper ship uh, of an illness. After his death, his wife Hannah, actually her name is Hannah Rebecca, lived in that house alone for the next 63 years until her death. Hannah received over 15, I'm sorry, 50 wedding proposals following her husband's death, all of which were declined. The spirit of Hannah Rebecca is said to still live in that haunted Cape Cod house, moving artwork around the home, and occasionally the owners can hear her footsteps throughout the property. Now, that much was written up <clears throat> on the TV presentation in 2001. Next comes another version, which I found on Amazon Books. Quote, in 1852, Hannah Rebecca Crowell, C-R-O-W-E-L-L, -L, a very common name here on the Cape, married sea captain William Burgess and set sail. Within three years, Rebecca Burgess had crossed the equator 11 times and learned to navigate the vessel. In 1856, 22-year-old Rebecca saved the ship Challenger as her husband lay dying from dysentery. The widow returned to her family's home in Sandwich, Massachusetts, where she refused all marriage proposals and died wealthy in 1917. This is the way Burgess recorded her story in her prodigious journals and registers, which she donated to the local historical society upon her death. But there is no other evidence that this dramatic event occurred exactly this way. Hmm. In The Captain's Widow of Sandwich, now that's the title of the book, 
Megan Taylor Shockley, S-H-O-C-K-L-E-Y, examines how Burgess constructed her own legend and how the town of Sandwich embraced that history as its own. Through careful analysis of myriad primary sources, Shockley also addresses how Burgess dealt with the conflicting gender roles of her life, reconciling her traditionally masculine ventures at sea and her independent lifestyle with the accepted ideals of the period's Victoria woman. Now, this that excerpt <clears throat> came from a book titled The Captain's Widow of Sandwich by Megan Taylor Shockley, uh, and I have a date of April, April 12, 2010. Now, I was going to purchase the book, but the ebook I think, is $45.50. Kind of walked away from that one. <clears throat> now, I'm really conflicted on, in these two houses. One is in Brewster with the same family names as the one in Sandwich. The one in Sandwich is the Thornton W. Burgess House and the Thornton W. Burgess Museum. Both houses' biographies, online at least, have the same information. Well, <laughs> rather than confuse anyone, and I'm totally confused, I will sidestep the Burgess houses, haunted though they may be, and travel over to Ocean Edge, which is also in Brewster. It might be safer there, although one of our authors, Elizabeth Mahana, was employed there and witnessed some strange events. She wrote some of her story here. Uh, at the end of what I did was do a little bio on the place itself. So, Ocean Edge Resort. This came from the Ocean Edge White website. The resort is located in the historic town of Brewster, Massachusetts. The Ocean Edge Resort is well known for its luxurious accommodations, seaside vistas, and excellent service, but things that go bump in the night, namely ghostly residents. And remember, I keep telling you, those are the residents that don't pay taxes. Originally, the facility was the Nickerson Mansion, built by a man named Samuel Nickerson in 1906 for his wife, Addie, A-D-D-I-E, and their son, Ronald. Shortly after construction, the Masterpiece Mansion caught fire and burned to the ground. Two weeks later, Samuel and Ronald mysteriously passed away. A new Victorian-style mansion was erected over the Nickerson Mansion's place in 1912 and still stands today. It's part of the National Register of Historical Places. The reconstruction of the new home was done as safely as possible in 1912, replacing much of the timber with steel beams and walls of thick stone, like four feet thick. It is rumored 
that Addie's ghost still wanders the halls, mourning the loss of her son and husband. Guests at Ocean Edge are encouraged to purchase the spooky package, which includes a flashlight and a guided ghost hunt for Addie's spirit. It also includes the use of a Ouija board. I don't recommend that at all. For one night in a jack-o'-lantern full of treats. Now, there, I'm going to pause for a minute. I think, um, let me just see how much time I have left on this. Uh, maybe not much. Okay, so I'm going to come back and do the second part um, with uh, Elizabeth's story. So, be back. Hi, everyone. I'm back for the second part. And this is Liz's story. Now, I've already posted this once a long time ago, but uh, it, it's worth putting back in again because it coincides with the story we talked about. But it also coincides with the season because now we're in the end, almost to the end of October, which, of course, is Halloween. And um, all the ghost um, <laughs> tours are going on right now. They, you know, there are plenty of them to catch up on. Anytime you want to look it up, just look it up on the internet. But this is Elizabeth's story. She, and it's quote, I began working at Ocean Edge when I was 16 years old. It was a seasonal position. My first job was at Mulligan's Restaurant on the old side of Ocean Edge. I was a prep cook and dishwasher. When I was 18, I became a convenience server at the mansion, setting up for meetings and weddings in both mansions. The carriage house is one place where the ghosts like to hide. They also enjoyed hanging out up in the attic where we store the linen to set up the rooms downstairs. That's where you don't want to go alone, or if you do go, bring someone with you. When, you up, when you're up there, you hear strange noises and banging about. If you're smart, you run, then she quote, you run the hell out of there and never run back in again. You have the feeling someone is standing right behind you with a cold, dark feeling that someone is touching you. When I was 21 and seven months pregnant with my daughter, I went back to work at the pools. Nothing, thank God, was spooky about that part of the main mansion. A couple of years ago, on a wintry day, I wanted to clear my, I wanted to dear myself, dare, D-A-R-E, myself, to go and do some ghost hunting of my own. I did take my daughter, Caitlin, and my sister, Rachel. The place was closed for the season, but the mansions are always open, and the front desk people are always there. Katie, Rachel, and I went over to the carriage house, and we went upstairs to Samuel's room. Now, Samuel was one of the sons. We turned on our cell phones and recorded it. I asked if there was anyone here with us. Show us a sign that you're here. It took a few minutes. 
I asked again, and then the air conditioning went on. It scared the daylights right out of Katie and Rachel. They ran off down the stairs. Mind you, this is in the dead of winter. I went downstairs to Addie's room. That room is off the main kitchen where they prepare for the weddings we used to set up. There is also a deck off that room looking right over Cape Cod Bay. We wanted to try one more time to see what might happen. Again, I said, if there was anyone here with us, show yourself or give us a sign. Again, scaring the daylights out of us, dishes from the kitchen began to fall and break. The three of us ran out of there like bats out of hell. Would I go back there by ourselves? No. Would I go back definitely with more people? Yes. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. (laughs) P.S. I have to dig out my old cell phone where we recorded it just to make sure it really happened. I'm going to put it on pause because I have one more thing to add to this, so don't go away. Stay right there. Hi, everyone. I'm back. I just have the little tagline to add. So here is my tagline. I'll say it on every one. This podcast and all of our podcasts are created on Spotify for podcasters. And you can find us on Spotify, Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. If you have any comments or suggestions, or even have a ghost story to share, drop us a line at our free email address, ghostly.residence at gmail.com. The transcript for this podcast can be found on our website, www.capecodwriters.net. That's all one word. Now, the best way to be notified when we have a new podcast is to subscribe to this podcast on Spotify. Thanks for listening. We look forward to hearing from you. Stay tuned. And let me find my music. There we are. Thanks, guys.